I can edit it. Post production work. Okay, yeah, like but montage. do you want to say hello? Hello world. <laughs> Is that it? That's hello the beginning. world. You can say something else. That's our beginning. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. hello everybody, and welcome back hey, to Granny and the Romanian. I am still the Granny. Maybe a summer. You spent the summer in Malaysia. <clears throat> I did. What's I did. the temperature like in Malaysia? Let's say constant. It's it's literally constant. Constantly need, hot. Constantly very hot for Americans because people here cannot live without AC. I realize, you know, if it goes a bit above twenty degrees Celsius, I don't know how that is in Fahrenheit. People know they need to turn up the AC. Oh yes, of course, because Which we is, insist upon comfort. Exactly. That's comfort. another show. That's, that's another a, that's show. That's our show we promised a long time ago. Comfort and how we Romanians don't like to be comfortable. <laughs> but maybe another time. But yeah, what about you? How was you? How was the My summer? My summer was wonderful, but compared to yours, very boring. Very I, boring. I, uh, I, Come on. I have, as I've gotten older, I realize that how much I hate to travel. I always bring too much stuff and always the wrong mm -hmm. stuff. So, mm -hmm. I'm very happy to stay home and make everybody come here. That's and they perfect. Do. That, that's really perfect. But you did something worthwhile because you as a young Romanian a Romanian who wants to save the world you tries to you do things that matter and and, and that matter I mean you also do things that matter well yeah well not anymore I just hang out come on that's okay. Okay. I'm 82 I'm coming up 82 and, and I, it matters to some people but it matters to me and I have a wonderful life and a happy life but what I want to find out from you you spent some time with your family in Romania, correct? I did, yeah. And from there, you got on an aeroplane and flew to Malaysia? Yes, or how people from Malaysia call it balloon. Some people like Song's family from the village, they call it balloon, which means balloon. It does? It's like a slang term for airplane. So I went on a balloon. On a balloon, but not really. It had wings. <laughs> exactly, like it had wings. <laughs> a nice service and everything. And why, and I know you were there because you are heavily involved with a very beautiful young lady that we want very much to adopt, but probably can't for her family, probably doesn't want to give her, and her name is Song. Is that pretty or what? And no one in America can pronounce her last name. Say it. Truly, Irau. So no one can Irau, pronounce you got to roll your tongue, whatever. Yeah. So I just call her Song. R. So Boy, she'll be like Cher and, exactly. you know, people with just one name, Song for us. But you talk about being involved in something called The Project. The Project. And what did you do in The Project and what was that? And did you save the world or just Malaysia? Oh, we didn't save either Malaysia. We just... I mean, The Project was an educational project aimed at building bridges between people of different races and different backgrounds. Because in Malaysia, there is still a tendency, we felt, that there is separation between the existing races. And we wanted to build this connection between them through photography and poetry. So we had a project of six weeks. I mean, the entire summer, we were also preparation and the feedback session and everything. But it took six weeks of actual work on the ground, one week with each school working to see how we can develop a curriculum that could help kids advance dialogue between themselves with art and poetry. Really? And, that was it. and now, was this already in place or did you do it? Did we you... created it from the bottom, basically. I think there are other... You and Song? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, we like to create stuff. I don't know. That That's, that's literally me, you know. And when, when I don't find something at a college, I like to create it. Like, there is not a radio show about the Romanian and a granny. We create it. Like, you, it's uh, just the, it's so the simple. you are a crusader and a, like, and a, crusader. And a, a I, starter. I'm a, a starter, yeah. But, um, I like to create. But, so you, these people that came, was it a place? Was it like a camp? Was it like a... No, we went to the schools. Oh, to we, the schools. We went okay. to their schools, so that's where we implemented the curriculum. 
And did you have to go into the schools and talk people into? Yeah, yeah. like it's an, it's not that difficult as it sounds. You go there and you act as a normal person. You're friendly and they will listen to you. Because the kids are very interested in it. They were actually showing enthusiasm and wanted to cooperate with us to develop their own knowledge. Wow. So it was a win-win for everyone. <laughs> but Stock, did you... Um, did, what are the, is the school year in Malaysia the same as here? Did it... We deal with a bunch of different schools. We did also with primary schools and also very young schools. So the, the oldest people we had were like 17 and the youngest were like 10. Also, okay, so that's good. And the parents were delighted to have you take the kids. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. So you really, really did. So, so yeah. And and what is your goal for these kids when they go out into the world? They will be now. They'll be now probably a bit more aware of the importance of arts as well, because uh, one of the things we identified was that arts are not that much emphasized in Malaysia. It's a, a big STEM country focusing a lot on sciences and technology. And we wanted you know, to actually tell people that it's okay if you want to study art and do dance or photography. You know, it's, it's nice and we need people like this in society. We do not need only engineers. Definitely, we do not need oh, only engineers. You, I imagine you're going to get a lot of Criticism arguments for, there. Uh, but... Engineers save the country. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Maybe and they help. But... Give me your definition of art, though. Uh, if people hear art, they think it's always paintings, but it isn't. Oh, that could be another discussion. I don't know. I... This, what we're doing, is, is an art form. You know that. Definitely can be. I mean, it depend, depends also with if you align with the art movement yourself. I, th I think that's very relevant. If you align yourself with an art movement. Do you, if you align yourself with, uh, I don't know, classical, Renaissance art, you think that art is what those, you know, what, what the Italian painters yeah. did. I don't align with that. I align more with the idea that art should be democratic for the people. Yeah. Yes. In the interest of the people. I align myself more with the Russian school, basically. And that is... Do you know constructivism? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we know. We, we need to have an episode on this. It, it was, a, it was a, a Russian... These are terms that I haven't heard since the you 1950s. Should really research it. I mean... You should really research it. Constructivism and suprematism. It is? Definitely, yeah. My you mean my favorite kind of art? That's, no. That, no, no. It's, it's different. It's, very, it's like based only on shapes. And it's democratic, and he wants to make out of the factory something as beautiful as a church or even more beautiful. No, that's what he wanted to make. So it, it's really democratic. It doesn't keep the art in the sky, you know, for gods or for like... Oh, of course. The rich yeah. people that can drink wine and say, I can see some angels in this painting. They don't actually want to see workers, and I like that about it. Yeah, I do. I believe you. Now, do, do these kids over there... And do they, I mean, song speaks better English than most Americans do. Does, <laughs> you does, said it. She's wonderful and she can joke. And, and But is that the way you you taught in, in English? Yeah, it worked there? in English. It literally worked because it's a, it was a site that was colonized by Brits. Well, so everybody speaks the way song does over there. More or less. Yeah. Depends, depends a lot. You know, they're all linked. Class, race, geographical position. If you are probably from a low class and you are outside the city in a village, I don't think you really speak English. You speak the native language. Actually, you speak the tribal language. Tribal, my of God. the tribe you belong. And then you also speak like the official language of Malaysia. Not official, I think. Malay. I'm not sure if Malay is the official language, but the language of instruction in many schools. Well, were you on Borneo when you... Yeah, did well, I was in Borneo. And, and so did these kids pay to come to... No. To... No, education should not be... With well, money. I know that, I know, but I, you know, you gotta get <laughs> pencils and papers, but whatever. I mean, we got the grant from Bodoin, so 
Oh, you did? Yeah, we, we got some cash from Broadway and had it with us and we managed to sponsor the project. No way. And were they very sad at the end of the season that you had to go? I think they were because all of them wanted us to come back because it was a different approach to teaching. It's not that we invented new types of teaching. No, we just tried to be, tried to take this approach that we let the student do. We do not want to limit them, if you understand. We don't want to say that you need to take a portrait like this or you need to do we said like just do just from your just, just from do you. and, and see see how it works you know and uh, and i i believe that this approach sometimes can be very stagnant but i believe also you need to be a bit open-minded and see that these kids actually make progress over a week they understand some they understand themselves how to tell stories and then you know you also guide them sometimes stock you really are talking like a like a teacher thank you You'd like to be a teacher. Maybe, maybe one day. And you know America, he's been trying to teach me how to use this computer thing and he's already taught <laughs> so me three I'm, I'm times and still don't get it. <laughs> I got no Even though I write everything down, I still don't get it, but he is patient and boy, if you want to be a good teacher, you got to have a lot of that Thank you. Patience. Maybe, maybe high school teacher, I don't know. Uh, you will never be rich, but that's okay. You don't, <laughs> you don't ever, whenever we talk about your future, you don't ever talk about hoping that you become very wealthy. Yeah, I don't like that idea. You don't like it? I don't I don't like it. I think the aim of becoming a millionaire is just such a shallow aim. And I'm sorry for all people that want to make it on Forbes. Actually, I'm not sorry for the people that want to make it on Forbes. Because I believe that's just bullshit. And I believe they, they form so standards of society that I truly hate. That they associate success nowadays with wealth. And they would do anything to accumulate wealth and then portray themselves as the best people. Like, you know, one of these days I bought something off a website and it came in an Amazon packaging. And I was like... Here we go again, Amazon packaging. Right. As much as I try to avoid Amazon it. Amazon rules the world now. Yeah. Exactly, and you know, and I'm like, okay, they don't pay any tax on profit, they don't do this, they evade lots of taxes, their workers are in bad conditions. But on their package, they made, they made sure to put this, Amazon cares about kids with cancer. I was like, wow, wow. You know, you do know that there are wealthy people out there who really give a lot of it away and, and do a lot of good in the I world. Believe, but the ones that you're talking, they are in the majority. And unfortunately, but sometimes people actually have worked hard to become millionaires. But being a millionaire is not your thing. It's just, I can't imagine you even, I mean, you'd, you'd be so comfortable. Your bed and everything would be so soft. I would, I would like you'd... it. I would like it. No, I, <laughs> I, I believe we should, we should drop that idea of becoming a millionaire. I believe we should. Oh, I, I would never it. expect that of you, but yeah. I do. No, like in general. I do like to think of you as being a teacher because of the, <laughs> Thank you. Because of your patience with this computer thing telling me the same thing 14 times and I still don't get it. And you never, you never lose it. You never yell I mean, and say, thing. Elsie, how stupid can you be? You don't ever do that. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's well. We can do it. So, so, but stop this thing that you, the project, and you called it the project? No, no, no. no. We called it... Uh, it has a Malaysian name, it's called Charita Kame. Oh my. Please don't ask me what it means because Song told me, but I always forget. Like, okay, I, I I'm, I'm so bad with it. I'll stick with the project. The project. But but you uh, you did it this summer, but don't they want you to come back next summer and go do it again? I think they did, but, but we thought that it would be good for this summer only. Because, I mean, me and Song are at different parts of life right now. I think this project was part of that very experimental mm. period and we are still in this experimental period where we want to experiment and see what we'd like to do in the future but I kind of made up my mind that I think I'm not sure if I would like to do something in Southeast Asia necessarily it doesn't have to deal with the people there I just feel a bit more connected to to Europe 
okay and yeah. we give you permission to go but you have to <laughs> but you have to promise to keep in touch with us Definitely. forever because Definitely. we can't let a person like you out of our lives never he's awesome guys he's no, awesome no, no. all of us are awesome yeah well in our ways maybe yes yeah. okay <laughs> so we've covered the summer and so this year coming up in Bowdoin College you look forward to look forward to doing the show I guess I don't know lots of things lots of things are gonna be happening we're gonna have lots of news for this year you are very busy person I, actually, I'm not busy. You know, I, I hate when people say... Actually, I don't hate it. You know, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so confusing today. You know, when people just say they're busy just to start a conversation, I think that's just so time-consuming and wasting. I don't oh, want to waste my time. Like, busy, yeah. Someone busy. coming to me in the dining hall being like, I'm so busy. My professor gave me 20 pages to read. Well, guess what? You're in university, dear. You're, not, you you're not in kindergarten. That's why you're here. No, don't, you know, I don't yeah. say anything. But, you know, they. I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a year in which I'm going to keep my time occupied with relevant stuff. And by relevant stuff, I mean also walking in town. Because this weekend I went to the flea market. And I just spent two hours there. Down at Port Andros? Yeah. You I did? Ju- I just walked there. Yeah, I love going there. I love going into town a lot and I talk always to the people. I have a good friend there and I'll give you his name when you... Because he's there every Sunday. Seriously? So he is such a mainer. Oh my. Such a name mainer. His name is Kenny Lehman and he's been in our family forever. Well, and We uh, might have bought something from him. He's just wonderful. And he comes up once, once every once in a while I call. I say, Kenny, I have... 50 bottles in my garage, I don't want to deal with them. And he comes up and he takes them and he makes, what, $3 or something. But he's just, I, I, his wife and I were dear friends, so. He, but I'll give you his information. But anyway, back to you. So, what do you mean? you did? Why did you go to the flea market? Just to look? Just to, like, have a nice, and, you know, we use our time well in a weekend. Just discover the outside community. And we should we should actually talk about this. Because, you know, it's such a shame that we live, I mean, people live in communities. I don't talk only about Baldwin that are a bit isolated, like Baldwin, mm. like a big bubble, but they don't really go outside that much. And I think people should do it because Brunswick really holds a lot of open doors or, you know, nice opportunities for people to discover this community. Like Fort Andrews is one of them. You know, Gulf of Maine with Gary is one of them. Mm, ah, awesome. You know. Poet, famous. Famous. <laughs> famous poet. It goes around the world to read his poetry <laughs> no. Gary and everybody adores him he is a lovely wonderful well, we, we man should, we should get him on this show actually oh I'm going to put him down Gary Lawless yes Gary I, I want to get him on Amazing Mainers good and we'll get him on this he'll do it definitely he'll join us and um, anyway get, but what uh, about you you've been in New Hampshire oh no please don't I'm so boring no, that's no, why I hang around with people like tr- you because trust me you're not boring none of us is boring I am this boring is anything to be stories to share come on I didn't do anything this summer except just hang with the family we took we we take the kids away every year to the same place. We tried to get you, but of course you were off in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> but we take them off to a, a week together in New Hampshire, and they always want to go back to the same place, and they love it. We have dinner together every night. It is the nicest thing that's ever happened. I came from a very dysfunctional, weirdo family. Mm-hmm. So this is, for me, heaven. And that's all. I have nothing to say. I have... Um, uh, oh, this morning somebody's asked me to write for a magazine, so I'll do it. But, you Ooh. know, Brunswick is um, is a has become a big retirement community, which always startles me because why would old people retire to a place where there's so much ice and snow? The answer is because there's so many condos out there. Mm. And they love Brunswick and have sometimes been there in the Navy for a deployment, whatever it's called, and came back here. And those people I would love to talk to, and I'm going to try to because the stories 
that they tell. They're all old geezers like I am, and they have been everywhere and done everything and lived through World War II. Exactly. And um, Kate's grandfather mm. was in Guadalcanal. Well. And still has shrapnel in his face and his leg that they can't remove from some something exploding. And uh, and he is 93 or something. So we get to have him, and, and he gave his purple heart. Do you know what that is? A purple heart is a beautiful metal, and why it's purple, I don't know. It's the shape of a heart, and it's for people, men usually, who have been wounded in a war. And mm. if you're awarded the purple heart, it's the biggest honor. You, you wear it like a medal. He won the purple heart because of his injuries, and we call him Pepe. He's French, <laughs> and the Pepe for grandfather, whatever it is. And uh, he gave his purple heart to Paul because Kate is his biological granddaughter. Mm. Kate was adopted, and he went after her and found her, and uh, so we got to have him in our family, and so World nice. War II hero, trying to save America, and oh. look where we are now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This isn't bad, Wait, but anyway. Let's discuss. I think it's the time to close off. It is it's, time to close off. It's uh, just a welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. And we, I got lots of messages this summer from people saying they've been listening to it. No. I know. Really? That's, that's, that's what oh, I also God. said. That's, All right, let's uh, do it. Thank you. Thank you for everyone that keeps listening to it. This was just an introduction to what we're going to do this uh, this year. We're going to try and keep it consistent because we believe consistency is the key. Consistency is the hobgoblin of small minds. Have you ever heard that phrase? I never heard that phrase. It's the hobgoblin. <laughs> Great word. Hobgoblin. It's a... Exactly. It's the hobgoblin There are many phrases I would like to talk about. One of them that I heard... And I think I said at the family dinner that I really like started a big argument was if you put a cat in the oven, it doesn't turn out biscuits. Ooh, That's what I, I'm really curious to talk about. That here. is the worst. The identity of Mainers. <laughs> but maybe, maybe one I've day. never been sure what, quite what that means, but it is very Mainish to say. Very anyway, nice. we're taking too long. You, We will do this again as soon as you tell me to do it. Definitely. Next week, he's we're the gonna boss have of this. He's the Romanian no, 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 boss. There's yes, no he's... boss. We're democratically owned. He says that, but he knows what he's talking about, and, I, and I babble. So. If we're ever going to make this a company, it's going to be 50 50. We don't do 90%. Okay. And when, they, when the money starts rolling in, it'll still be 50 50. 50 can't wait okay thank you we're going to Acapulco guys bye exactly have a good night or a good day or everything or whatever it is have a good good day